0: What happens when family heirlooms are lost, or worse, stolen? Stay tuned. You might be surprised at this one. Hey everybody, it's Nancy May, doing your best with elder care success. And yahoo! Welcome to Fall Tips, Tricks, and Yes Treats. Well, here's what we're doing this season. We are actually taking the idea of summer shorts and moving it into the fall where we're giving you short episodes of tips, tricks, and treats and ideas for taking care of mom and dad or somebody you love. So it's just a little easier on you, on them, and on everybody's heart. So stay tuned and giddy up. It's a season of all tips, tricks, and treats. Yahoo! Hey, everybody. It's Nancy May from Doing It Best with Eldercare Success. We are coming up on our 100th anniversary or 100th podcast. Gosh, it's hard to believe that that's even coming close to it. You know, my dad passed at 99, and so I think he would be happy to hear that we hit 100. In fact, his goal in life was to hit 120. We came almost close. Well, I guess 99 and 47 days is pretty close, and it's better than many. And mom made it to 91, and that wasn't too long ago. But loss is the subject of this show, and it's not just the loss of somebody that we love. Dearly, but it's a loss of family and connection that I want to talk about in this short episode because things, personal things, actually make up a big part of our stories and our families. And they remind us of where we came from and who we are. Now, okay, I get it. Things don't necessarily make us who we are, but they do bring back stories of family and love and many generations that have passed. And as I said earlier on, this is a story of loss, loss of things. And it's something that happened to our family, and I know it's happening to others. So I wanted to share this with you so that you're prepared if it does happen, or hopefully you can avert such a loss. One day, I received a call from my dad saying, Are we broke? Mom says we're broke. What do we do? Now, dad had worked hard all his life to make sure that we were safe, and well cared for. And mom did too. But dad was the breadwinner in our household. And he made sure that we were all well taken care of. But money was always an issue. Certainly being a child of the depression or coming out of the depression, I'm going to guess made a huge impact on his life and how he managed his assets over time. And mom too. But in this particular case, I received a call from dad panicked saying, I understand that we're broke." Mom says we're broke. Is that the case? What do we do? Oh my God, I'm so worried. What happens next? What, what do we do, Nance? And I calmed him down and said, Dad, take a deep breath. You are not broke. We are not broke. Everything is fine. What happened? Well, it turns out mom thought we were broke, too. This was the early stages of dementia for her. So it's also a warning sign for everybody who's listening. If they see little tiny things, This paranoia of money and what might happen if they're broke could happen to your folks too. But in this case, my mom decided to take matters into her own hands. And okay, she managed our assets for dad and our finances pretty well over the course of her life until now. What she did when she thought we were running out of money or mom and dad were running out of money is had an appraiser into the house. Yep. Those sneaky folks, not all are good. And unfortunately, this one was probably the worst of the worst. As it turned out, he went through all of their personal possessions family heirlooms, gold coins, gold watches that were my great grandfather's, and interestingly enough, a small little item that meant a lot, not just to my sister and myself, but certainly to my dad, his side of the family, and to my aunt my mom's side of the family. This was a small little pewter case that had my great-grandfather's name etched onto it, as well as his other card-playing friends, one who was Samuel Clemens. Yep, the original Mark Twain. As the story went, my great-grandfather, a California 49er, or actually an interesting fellow who was not a 49er, but somebody who supplied the 49ers with shovels and a few cases of beer, I'm going to guess too, was a friend of Samuel Clemens, at least for a short period of time. And he apparently, in playing cards, decided that he would give him some support in the search for a silver mine. Well, he was a claim staker in that particular case, and did not make any money on it. In fact, he certainly lost it. But it's an interesting family story nonetheless. Back to our antique appraiser, along with some very personal possessions like that watch, some gold coins, a number of other things, and that case disappeared, all to the tune of about 25 dollars per item. Huff! Oh, well, I think it added up to maybe about 150 dollars in cash that my mom got from this guy, which was not going to save them if, in fact, they were broke. But it was gone. I had no idea who this fellow was, how to find him, or even how to find the items that he took. There are other things that disappeared from our household over the course of time. Through AIDS, unfortunately, all but one brought them back. And thankfully, it was only one item that was missing. That was a gold cane that was my grandmother's, or at least the top of a gold cane that was my grandmother's and that my mom used. It was something that would just meant a lot to us. It probably didn't amount to a lot in money, but it meant a lot in heart and family memories. These are the stories of loss that can break our heart in other ways other than just losing somebody that we physically love. And the loss of items can cause a lot of havoc and divide in families. This one, fortunately, did not wreak havoc in our family, at least emotionally. Between our hearts and our heads. We were still strong and we are to this day. But it did hurt my dad. And he said, Well, there's not much we can do about it. He was pissed as hell, but his kindness and his understanding and love for my mom still reigned strong. The end of the story was that I was able to reassure dad that they were not broke. They lived well and did not suffer in any way, shape, or form because they had saved and done well for themselves, and they had done well for us. My job at this point as POA and caregiver for them was to make sure that they did not suffer and lived well right to that last breath, which they did. Stories of loss happen in more ways than one. It's not just the loss of a person that we love dearly, but it's a loss of memory and things that we keep close to us. I know that we're told that possessions are not that important, and they're not. Ultimately, it's just stuff, but it still hurts, and I think it's something we all need to acknowledge. Loss of stuff, no matter what it is, is going to happen. A photo, gold coin, a case, a watch, a cane, hopefully not a memory. Keep track of what you have. Keep track of mom and dad's ability to understand that they are safe and you're making them safe. Hopefully, that will keep everything in its place where it should be, right to the very end, and that memories will continue on for generations to come. I share this story because I don't want you to be brokenhearted or broken apart in your family and the love for one another. Just because of the loss of stuff, it happens. So, please, remember, your job is to care for them and yourself. Don't forget that one, because that's important. Love will last no matter what. Yep, we'll have a few bumps along the way. But that's life, as they say, right? So, with this in mind, I hope you love this episode. Please share it with a friend, a family member, or just somebody that you hear about who's kind of lost and maybe a little distraught themselves because of the loss of a love, whether it be a person, a friend, a thing. They all matter. It can be your gift to them. It's a simple one, and it doesn't cost a dime, because it's my gift to you. Stay tuned for the next episode of Eldercare Success and what we're going to be doing on episode 100. You might be surprised. We'll see you soon, or we'll hear you soon. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Care Manity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step by step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity, LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright Caremanity, LLC.